money. I don't have your money. I know I'd be a lot happier with some extra cash. Is this about money? Oh, man, we got bills to pay, buddy. <laughs> Obviously, this is all about money. I got to talk to you about money. With practical tips and a focus on scripture, let's talk money with Dave and Reb from More Than Enough, the financial show that speaks to the heart of your money story. Real conversations about money for real people. Let's talk money. Are you ready to talk money, Reb? I'm ready to listen to you talk about money. Oh, shucks. That means I have to do all the talking today, and um, I'm not so sure that (laughs) that's a good idea. Are you going to listen to me talk about money? Absolutely. And we're hoping that you who have joined us on the podcast will be listening as well more than talking because if you're talking you're probably talking into your your device and saying dave reb shut up or don't do that or hey that's a good one or so um you know people would tell us to shut up maybe i don't know that's a really strong language i know but it's true all right have you ever have you done that to a podcast little side note where you're listening and you're like having the conversation with the people it does happen to me periodically really do you tell them not to speak well, no, sometimes I go, well, I don't think that's right. And then, you know, you're like, wait a minute, they can't hear me, right? Or, or sometimes it's like, oh, that's a great, great point. And then you're like, I oh, can't my say that I do that. Okay, so, so I'm a, just. No, it's just fine. I'm sure unique. there are people out, you are, yes, you are unique. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there are people out there that do the same thing. So, well, welcome to the show. Yes. This is the show where <laughs> we, we talk, talk about, about the hard issues, issues of around money. money. And today, we're going to focus a little bit on listening uh, as, well, we're going to listen. So, a little hard to have a podcast where you and I don't say anything and we're going to be listening. Well, but I, I think we silence can for 28 minutes. No, we you don't know what? Yeah, you know, but at the same time, I think some of us could use some silence and we could use some not speaking. Okay, so right after you've done listening to this show, then turn everything off and, and spend some time <laughs> in silence, but not till after, right? Okay. So if you want to find the archive shows, of course, you know you can find them at morethanenough.ca, chri.ca, and notmine.ca. Those are the three places where you don't need any special equipment you just need a, to get to the web page hit play and you can listen to the show uh of course uh, if you are a podcaster and you want to listen on your favorite podcasting platform and we're not there then first search let's talk money for with dave and reb and see that we're we're hosted there and if we're not there reach out at info at more than enough and we'll see what we can do about getting on your podcasting platform okay reb. this is a big one to me it's huge. are you listening this is my question. I'm pretty feisty about it because I'm learning to be a listener. A financial coach, the coach training we do at More Than Enough is learning to listen. Isaiah 55 has some great comments about money and possessions and our ability to listen to the Lord. Are you listening and are you willing to listen to what God has to say? Are you willing to listen to what others are saying and maybe not forming your opinion Mm. and just deciding to hear and listen. And we're going to talk um, a bit about that this morning. And uh, the reason I was triggered to do this podcast Mm -hmm. was because of a quote I read in my, um, I have a book about TED Talks, uh, the TED Talk book, Mm -hmm. the official TED Talk book. And um, on it, I'll I'll post in the show notes so you have a reference for it, but... um, The comment the author made was when people aren't prepared or ready to listen, Mm -hmm. 
communication hasn't happened. So I'm going to read that again. When people aren't prepared or ready to listen, communication hasn't happened. So it got me, I'm a big, I I love talking about communicating. I love Mm -hmm. communicating and I'm still learning how to be a, uh, to do it, do it better. Mm -hmm. Listening is a huge part of communicating. And if people aren't coming and showing up, if you and I aren't showing up ready to listen and hear a perspective, even that's different than ours, are we really communicating? And I would say that our perspective, even as Christ followers, uh, and I use that term in quotes, um, as churchgoers, as Christians, um, I would say that we have a hard time really listening to what God is saying. So I'm going to I mean, about I'm going to interrupt a little bit. I know there. I'm I'm making a drastic statement, but no. But but what I think is, the scripture is so. I mean, we get to this is the wonderful part about having the Bible and access to the Bible and access to to a writing that um, that holds truth. And and God talks so much about the difference between hearing and listening. Right, like there's so many verses, and I I don't know the number of them and all that, but there's so many situations where we see in the Gospels Christ going, um, "You're not hearing me." Like you know, the disciples are, are are hearing the words, but they're they're not really listening. They're not really um, they're not really catching what Jesus is doing. Um, and Jesus is uh, sometimes we see that on the frustrating parts. We hear Jesus go, "Well, how long do I have to try and get?" you guys to understand what, you know, what the kingdom of heaven is like or what, whatever he's talking about. And I think in the area of money, we do know, we know there's 2,350 verses that talk about money and possessions. And today the question is, is, you know, as we, as we integrate the, the knowledge that we have, there are more facets to the practical side about hearing what the Lord is saying and really having to listen. Uh, and you had a couple definitions. Be- between. Well, I want to read the verses first. You're okay, going you're to you're read, going, you're read the verses first? Unless we have Isaiah 55, then we, we uh, you won't, none of you listening will have context for where yeah. my heart is on this. And, and I am in the midst. So I may be sounding a little like harsh or whatever I'm coming across like today, but I'm saying this as much to myself as anybody because I realize that I can pick and choose the money verses from the Bible that I want to pay attention to and not others. Because if I pay attention to some of them, I'll have to look at my heart and say, where I am, where am I at with this? Um, am, am I serving just God alone or am I doing what Jesus said? and serving God alone because he said, I can't serve them both. And um, these are some really big questions um, for a summer show. But again, I want you to remember when people aren't ready to listen, communication hasn't happened. Mm -hmm. So if you're not ready to listen to what God has to say, the communication thing might not be happening. He Mm -hmm. may be trying to tell you something and you're you or I, Dave, are just resistant. Well, and I so, can I can speak for me and say there are so many times I can think of where I struggle with that. I I'm hearing the words, but I but I'm not getting you know I'm I'm not getting the understanding. I, I like you know I'm listening, 
and sometimes I'm not listening, but, but I, I, I'm, I'm, you know, again, there's, I can think of an right off the top of my head's a number of times where I'm a, yeah, sure. I'm listening to you, but I'm really not, I'm not hearing what you're saying. And that's, well, we, I, and this, we'll go to the definitions. Cause I think we hear the words, but we listen connotates an action. Mm-hmm. So in as Isaiah 55, number of years ago, when I spent, um, I was heading towards a breakdown and I, um, spent some good time with the Lord. This is the passage um, God gave me to eat, really. And um, he says this, Ho, everyone who thirsts, come to the waters. And you who have no money, come, buy and eat. Yes, come buy wine and milk without money and without price. Why do you spend money for what does not... I'm going to start that again. Why do you spend money for what is not bread and your wages for what does not satisfy? Listen carefully to me and eat what is good and let your soul delight itself in abundance. Incline your ear to me and come to me. Hear and your soul shall live. And I will make an everlasting covenant with you, the sure mercies of David. I just love that passage for all kinds of reasons I'm not going to speak to today. But he really says, like, turn your ear to him. Listen and hear. Like, it's turning our ear. Incline your ear to me. Some, some, sometimes I feel like I'm not even, um, I'm so in my own, I got to do this on my own. I got to figure this out on my own. And I'm, my ear is not even inclined. My head's not even turned to God. I'm not even, I'm avoiding the places where I think God may, may be trying to talk to me because I, I just, I, I got to figure it out or I don't know if I want to know what he has to say. And then there's the hearing. Then actually when my ear is inclined to him, I want to actually focus in. You know, sometimes, Dave, I notice that when I'm at my desk working, I'm trying to multitask, like talk to somebody on the phone and still try and send an email. I don't do that very often because it doesn't work at all, (laughs) but it's distracting. You know, what am I doing as I incline my ear to God? Am I still trying to listen to all the other voices? Yeah. Am I still watching Netflix and trying to li- read my Bible? Like, you guys tell me how that works for you. Um, like, it doesn't, I can't do it. I can't listen to the Bible and watch Netflix or listen to the Bible. And, and I, I think and, you have to be like under 25. I maybe, I know our kids may be able to do that. <laughs> I, I still am baffled that they can study or write an essay and listen to a Netflix show. I have a young well, friend that can do that. And I'm like, I don't know about that. Anyway, that's a whole other story. I, I, I think I, but, I, but my you capacity get- is just like in the background, if there's a little bit of kind of fuzz music or as long as it's not something that I want to sing along with, uh, I can <laughs> actually do an email and have that going on in the background. But, you know, if it's something that I know, then I'm like, oh, I start listening to that. I'm singing. And then I'm not reading the email. Well, and, you know, so. and, and are we coming to God like that? Yeah. So we're, we're inclining our ear, kind of, but we're not really. We're really, just, I mean, this happens to me. It's harder than ever in COVID to have my time with God in the morning and leave my phone aside. Or if my Bible's on my phone, not to flick to message or Facebook or any social media platform, it, it, we're bombarded. And as we incline our ear, are we hearing his words? Are we kind of pushing out all the other voices so that when he says in Isaiah 55, listen carefully to me and eat, 
he wants us to come. He's inviting us. We, the first verse says we don't have to have any money. We can have money. We, you don't have to have anything to come to him mm-hmm. to hear what he has to say. Cause he's telling us, you know, why do you spend money on what's not bread mm-hmm. and your wages for what doesn't satisfy? You're spending all this money to get satisfaction. This is the most potent verse in all yeah. of scripture to me. About money. I mean, Jesus said lots of stuff, but this question, this is a, this is a, a dig into your motivations of your heart question. Why are you spending money on what is not bread and your wages on what does not satisfy? My whole time in coming to him on, on, on this sabbatical I took, this verse penetrated again and again. Why are you wasting your time on so much stuff when I'm the source? I'm the life giver and you're not coming to me. You guys have money problems. You're complaining about gas prices, but you're not coming to me. You're not even inclining your ear to me. You don't even know what the principles I've laid out so that you can walk free with loose chains and hope and freedom. Even when everything is falling apart on the outside, you're not coming, you're not eating. And I've offered you this table of provision and you're not coming and you're not inclining your ear. And I'm, I'm pleading with you. Come to me. Incline your ear. Hear me. You're going to delight. Your soul will delight itself in abundance. Why do you keep eating at the table of the world and trying to satisfy your appetites and longings with all of that? When I've, I have something else for you. I have me. I, I, and you know what, Dave? I think. We read those verses and we say, yeah, but, but I still have this and I still have that. And I still look, I still have less than I, 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 I have less money now than ever. And, and we're gauging our contentment and our satisfaction with life, not on what God says we should gauge it on, but on how much money we have. And it's, I, I, and Dave, I, mm-hmm. I, you, you and I slip into the, that thinking too. Like we're not immune, even though we have all this history with the Lord and his care and provision and faithfulness. And I still, I still don't listen to him. Well, and, 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 you know, I mean, boy, there's, there's so much there, Reb, as, as you're talking just, uh, about, you know, how do, do, I mean, the one that comes to mind, you know, right off the top is, is, you know, a reflection of, do I really trust God? Do I really trust those verses? Right. Do I really like, okay, I read the verses and, you know, he wrote them to someone else, you know, so many hundreds of years ago. Like, can I uh, take those verses and say, you know, it's the same God that's writing those words in Isaiah. Is that same God at work today in, in my life? Like, can I trust him with that? Um, and for me, of course, the, you know, I, yes, but how much? Okay, well, I'll trust them when all of my energy and all of my resources and all of my good ideas and all of my work <clears throat> ethic and all of myself is finally depleted and extent, you know, spent and I'm curled up in a ball in a corner of a room of a house I can't really pay the next bill for. And now I'm calling out to the Lord and I'm coming to him. Well, God still answers that. There's grace. But I think if, I, if I'm hearing if I'm listening to this passage this morning, I'm hearing God say, 
uh, that's not where I want you to come to. I want you to come to me long before then. I want you to come to me um, this morning. I want you to come to me now uh, with those same questions and recognizing that I'm the source, recognizing that um, there are so many things that we do spend our time, energy, resources on that God's going, really, did you check with me? Like, really, Mm -hmm. did you allow me to help you make your spending plan? Mm -hmm. We talk about that on the practical side and all the time is take your spending plan, make your spending plan, and then let's put it before the Lord and make sure that, like, am I hearing you? Am I listening to what you're saying for this season coming up? Because I'm making a plan for something that's down the road, that's in the future uh, as I make my plan. And so we have to bring that to the Lord and say, okay, Lord, is this you know, are, can I just lay it out before you on the practical dollars and cents? What do we spend? And, you know, we could, if you've heard the show before, we've talked about situations where we've just made every spending decision a spiritual one. And that takes some listening. That takes some, 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 Lord, I'm going to, I'm going to lay this all out before you. Teach me, show me how we can, uh, are we going to spend this, the resources you have today um, and and work through that i i am continually um people don't like the word conviction i guess anymore but i am under conviction when i hear this again Mm -hmm. because every day and i think even in writing the book that i wrote last year like the cultivating trust it's so centered around this invitation god extends to us Mm -hmm. but if as we listen and want to obey, our response is actually then inviting him in. So he invites us to his table. He says, I, I'm here. I'm knocking at the door. Open it up to me and I'm going to come into you. And then we say, well, I want to invite you, Lord. Here's my financial story. Like mm-hmm. here are the books. Mm-hmm. Here's the Excel spreadsheet. This is a mess. I I went ahead of you and I did this and this and this. I mean, we have all kinds of stories we Mm -hmm. could say where God has showed us, even as we grapple, we're still grappling with some of the decisions, you know, about our fall. What's coming up this fall? Lord, what do you want us to do? And, you know, we just hear him, wait on me. Wait on me. You know, God's going to give you, drop into your mind, because here's the question. Well, how do you hear God for yourself? You hear God by reading his word. You hear God through other people, through um, your pastor, through neighbors, through friends. Sometimes you'll just feel this word penetrate your heart and it'll stick in your mind and you can't shake it loose. Um, you sometimes know, it's a verse. And sometimes it's a verse in your head or a song. You know, there's all kinds of ways God speaks and he just deposits these things, you know. But if you don't know, then wait and keep going to him. Keep spending time with him. Rejoice in him. It's not, this isn't all drudgery. He, he invites us to the garden again. Mm-hmm. He made, you know, through the death and, and well, that's, that's the promise I, of this chapter is, is he's saying, listen, guys, I know you're working really hard at this, but, but honestly, I have, I, I actually, I want to be involved in this with you. And it's way better when I'm involved. Well, and, in and the whole, I could just read the whole Isaiah 55 and maybe I, Maybe I should because it's so powerful. I I won't, but go listen to it. Mm. You know what? And go listen. 
go find it on an audio recording and go sit and still yourself, incline your ear to God and hear what he has to say and listen to it in various translations. Because at the end, um, it's verse 12 says, for you shall go out with joy and be led forth with peace and the mountains and the hills shall break forth into singing before you and the trees of the field will clap their hands. I mean, that comes after uh, he also admonishes, admonishes us to forsake our way of thinking because we don't think like God does. So we have to, um, as, as it says in the letters, one of the letters Paul writes, we have the mind of Christ. You know, we, we, we think our own thoughts and we need to forsake the way we're thinking about our finances in particular and, and start gaining his thinking and his impression and his kingdom language for what we're going through. Like it's about his kingdom coming on earth as it is in heaven. This is a now kingdom. It's not just eternity. This is, he wants us, if we're not inclining our ear to him now, or we're just can hardly wait to get to heaven because it's going to be perfect then. Well, I mean, why aren't you listening now? Why wait to heaven to hear what he has to say to you? Why not dig in and find well, out I, I all about... I think that was the point of the Holy Spirit, though. Like, I mean, we're <laughs> not going to get into that today, but I'm pretty sure when Jesus, you know, the disciples are like, oh my goodness, Jesus, you're you're leaving this earth, um, but we can't do this on our own. And God, again, in his wisdom and in his provision says... Of course, you can't do this on your own. That's the whole point. We're bringing the kingdom of heaven now, and the Holy Spirit is the deposit there. That Holy Spirit is the one that's going to lead you into mm-hmm. all truth. That yes. Holy Spirit is yes. going to be the one who seeks see, seeks out the deep things of God. And so when we when we we recognize that, we go, "Oh, okay. Wait a minute. I get to engage with God like." in heaven, like I imagine in heaven, like I get to do that right now. That's correct. Yes. We get to engage and listen and hear because, God. Because Jesus restored the garden relationship with the Father. Absolutely. You know, he went into the Holy of Holies. He broke the veil. His death, his suffering, his um, proclamation that it was finished, that sin would no longer hold us bound. Our our independent nature no longer had to be the end answer to all to our life, but dependence on God would be restored and we could come into the Holy of Holies. Hebrews says it. You, you can now come in seeking God in times of trouble. And we, and he, the thing is, he just doesn't want us coming when we're in trouble. He wants us coming all the time. This morning I was sitting out there in, on the back deck in this beautiful space that I get to live in and this beautiful red breasted hummingbird comes and approaches all these. I, I, I actually thought the hummingbird was going to come to me. I had a bright sweater on. I thought, I hope you don't come and try and get <laughs> nectar from my sweater. I, he didn't. But I was just like, that's the Lord. That's the Lord interacting. I'm in this garden with him. And he's come to me and he says, look what I've given you. Just This is just a breath of heaven. And that's that's what he is for us. Not not just in the hard places, but because it's hard, Jesus came. Well, and I and I think again, as we look, we we put that into context, it's not easy because the old nature is one of independence, and the new nature is one where God is saying the new the new way to do it is to depend on me. 
it's the new old way because it's the original way from the garden where God says, listen, I've given you the garden to Adam and Eve. I've given you everything you need. And yes, you have tasks and things to do, but, but they were totally dependent on, on, on the Lord. And that relationship was, was in a sense, beautiful and, and as intended the way that God intended went. And so, of course, Sin comes into the world, and now we have this independent spirit in us that is like, well, I can do it. Dave can do it all on his own. We can. And so we do that. We reflect that with our money, and we go, oh, okay, well, I'll work it out as far as I work it out. And when my independence fails, like I said, then, we, then we're going to go start depending on God. But that's not God's plan. God's plan is, is that you're a new creation in Christ Jesus, so now you can be dependent on me, and this is what it looks like. And we're trying to figure that out, right? Mm-hmm. Like, that's, that's where we are today, right now, with humanity, is trying to figure out what does dependence on God look like in mm-hmm. the context of being here on earth before we get and, to heaven. And then most specifically in our finances, right? And that's that, what we're talking about today. And, and sure. I, anyway, I guess that's our hope for you. So while this is an admonishment, you know, are you listening? Mm-hmm. Are you inclining your ear? Are you, Imagine yourself, um, you know, God's in the room with you or however you picture the Lord to be in your life. And do you have your head turned to him? Or are you distracted by the TV that's on? Are you distracted? You know, if he came knocking on your door and you invited him in as a neighbor, mm-hmm. you know, when your neighbor comes to the door, do you just walk off and do something different? He's knocking and, you, and you've said, I'm inviting you into my life. Mm-hmm. But are you inclining your ear to him? Are you... Um, listening. And then he says, listen carefully to me and eat and eat what is good and let your soul delight itself in abundance. You know, these, I just, I could just repeat them over and over to myself because it's, he's life giving. He is a source of life. We may not get the answer we want circumstantially. Mm. I'm going to make that really clear just because we incline our ear and he's going to say, Oh yeah, he doesn't wave a magic wand. There's a part of our obedience. Listening involves obeying. Mm -hmm. Transformation involves us um, responding to the call of God. And action. And it's an internal thing. These heart issues are internal. That's why we keep telling you, spend time with him. Mm -hmm. Incline your ear. Don't just, we can memorize the word, which is awesome, but eat it. You know, eat, take one verse, take that verse in Isaiah 55, verse two. Why do you spend money on what is not bread when your wages on what does not satisfy? You know, take that verse and then go look at your finances and ask him, Lord, where am I spending money that's really not satisfying me and I don't need to? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, ask that simple question. Here's my bank account, Lord. Where am I spending money on things that aren't satisfying to me? And, and do you want me to change this? And how? And will you help me? Yeah, absolutely. And well, I'm going to leave it right there. I mean, we only got a minute left, Rip. I think we need, uh, we need to pray with all the listeners to say, okay, that is a challenge and a half um, to just take that, that one, Lord, we're going to look at our, our spending and we're going to say, how can we change it to really reflect? So, Lord, we just, that's the question. We, that's, that's the ask today that you would just, through the, 
through your intimate relationship with us, through your desire to be one with us, uh, through Christ Jesus, that we would uh, we'd be able to look at and see what is good in our spending and, and to change the things that will, uh, in a sense, bring life. And so, Lord, we just, uh, again, we pray for wisdom, insight, and we turn on our ears so we can hear your voice and then go and do it. And we pray this in Christ's name. Well, wow, I know. Mouthful. That was. Well, I think this is one where I'm going to say at the end go back and listen, listen again and join us next week when we talk money. Let's Talk Money is a division of More Than Enough Financial Fitness, where God is transforming hearts and bringing hope for today and freedom for tomorrow. For more information or to comment on today's show, please visit morethanenough.ca.